0: everybody for the 30th ever episode of the west coast preps podcast i am chris jackson joined here by gregory morland and man what a historic weekend it was record-breaking out here in the bay area
1: what exactly happened chris you want to explain to the audience what
0: exactly happens what exactly happened well you know what happened the first ever installment of the routes versus coverage showcase the rvc was held saturday afternoon and night out there in the South Bay competition underneath the lights. It was a pleasure to work with Brandon Younger and have him collaborate with us at West Coast Preps and host that event. There's really no other way to describe how fantastic that whole entire day was. It was just, it was perfect.
1: It really was perfect. The kids bought into the idea, the team competition, you know, the seven on seven tournament was amazing. Came down to the final play, the final throw from the 10 yard line. What an amazing day it was. So much talent was on that field on Saturday afternoon, Saturday night as well, as we had MVPs, Drayon Dickey, and Marion McCoy. Insane talent all over that field. I was amazed, and I had so much fun Saturday night. I can't wait for the next upcoming stuff that we have planned.
0: Yeah, that, that was a really fun day. We were all running around juice. There wasn't a single person that was not enjoying that entire day. You started that out with combine testing for a little bit. You went into the one-on-ones, but in that seven-on-seven tournament, with the championship game and the playoff games going underneath the lights there as the clouds kind of moved in and it got colder, it just had this great playoff kind of feel. You know, I know there's no high school football technically going on right now, but it felt like it was the playoffs. It really did.
1: It did. The, the kids bought into it, and I think that's the main thing. Is they got into the team camaraderie. They came up with the team names. They enjoyed being on the field with one another and just having that competitive juices flowing. That's really what made this thing so much fun because the kids wanted to win. They weren't out there just going through the motions. They truly wanted to win the tournament.
0: Yes, they did. And you saw Bag Talk the way they played there. Team Bag Talk, I should say, went 5 and 0, won the first ever RBC championship. They were unstoppable. They had both the MVPs on Dickey, that sophomore receiver, athlete at Valley Christian, a freaking absolute beast. The plays he made that, that day was were amazed. ridiculous. Yet had their defensive back, of Marion McCoy, from Mendel Atherton for that team, was the defensive MVP. Then their quarterback, one of them, Sean Smith, I'm telling you. That team was stacked. They were freaking good. I had a lot of fun watching them all day they deserve to be the champs they just they ran the show all day long the talent they had on that roster was insane credit to that coaching staff for drafting those kids that they did a good job there but jerry on dickey will get into him first i mean absolute beast that's about the only way you can put it for that kid you can see right away why he's a top 100 player nationally in the 2023 class and that 2023 class as we know we've mentioned on previous podcasts is freaking loaded in the bay area and jerry on dickey just as a freshman last year what he did at valley christian was absolutely insane
1: Indeed, he had 541 yards with Valley Christian. They won 11-2 overall and shared a West Catholic Athletic, Athletic League title and was a runner-up to Sarah in the Central Coast section playoffs. He already has offers from Arizona State, Arkansas, Cal, Oregon State, and San Jose State. And like you said, only in the 2023 class, only a sophomore right now. The first play of 7-on-7 seven seven tournament, he scores this touchdown, goes up over two guys, one hands it. Just, and at that moment, that's the first time I've ever seen him live play, and I was amazed. And I just, amazing, he did it all day long, and I can't wait for the video to come out because the highlights are insane of this whole showcase, but especially Dickie, he just put highlight after highlight, Moss and people all day long. I
0: had people asking me what class he was in, and I thought it was a senior, and I told them he was a sophomore, and they're like, are you kidding me? It's, 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 it's insane what this it guy's done stupid. already. It was just, it, it, it was really stupid. Fair. No, it really wasn't fair. And you still got another three years of high school. Like, what the heck is he going to do? Yeah.
1: The crazy thing, back talk coach said, my plan is to just throw it up to Dickey every play. Why? Well, and it clearly yeah. worked. Um, but they did have a bunch of other talent. That was not the only play they ran. But when they needed a play, just have Dickey run a fade. And he's going to catch the
0: ball every time. He was running post routes, everything. He and Sean Smith were money together all day. Then... We're going to the defensive MVP of Marion McCoy for Menlo Atherton, that defensive back. No offers yet, which is surprising, just, but I'm starting to think some are going to come his way very, very soon. I think he definitely deserves it. He's got an attitude on the field. That whole Menlo
1: Atherton uh, defensive back field has an attitude. I can't wait to see them play as a unit together because if I was quarterbacking, I'd just hand the ball off 100 times that day. I don't think I'd want to throw against them. But this dude deserves offers. So much talent. He dropped even dropped a few interceptions, which he was not very happy about during the showcase. But he has so much talent and just instinct on the field.
0: And yeah, that men the in secondary is stacked because you saw Jeremiah Irby out there too was another standout performer. Had a few interceptions. He and Jerry and Dickey were drawn a little bit for fun. Now I think we should answer it on the air, one on one battle. Who would win between those two? Sorry, Irby Dicky.
1: Dicky's winning. Jerrion is just—he's a different animal. I mean, it's like Megatron, Calvin Johnson. That, I mean, I feel like that's almost a comparison. By the time he's done with high school, that's what Jerrion's gonna be.
0: I mean, there's nothing you can do to stop it. There doesn't matter how physical you are, how long you are. Dicky's gonna find a way.
1: He's just gonna jump over you, and he's just gonna go up and grab the ball.
0: Oh, he's a freak. Yeah, yeah. there's no other way to put it. But what was his forty,
1: Durion? Wasn't it four five five?
0: Yeah, he ran. He ran some really blazing times. There were some fast hand time ones there too. We had. I remember there was a four four three or four four five. We're gonna get those combine testing results here later today. They even start releasing some of those about the kids. But some other takeaways there as well. I know we raved all day about it, but that quarterback play, that quarterback room that we had there Saturday afternoon was phenomenal. You just look at the list. There was Brady Hutchinson from Okalani's, Sean Smith, Les Callan, Asher Haynes, George Davison. Josh Perry, Damian Mejia, Adrian Lopez. I mean, the list goes on and on. Those eight quarterbacks were honestly the entire package. They were, and
1: all day long they made incredible throws. Like I said, the talent on the field was just insane. You go up to each position, but the quarterbacks absolutely balled out. They did so good all day long making just stupid throws, throws that you don't even think are possible. I saw this one video of Sean Smith. I mean, it looked like there was no way you could fit it in. And he just absolutely fit this in perfectly. It was such a dime. Uh, and I just, Les Callan, first of all, I love his attitude. Uh, that dude's never smi- never not smiling. Right. And just so much, so much fun on the field with him. But that dude can throw a football, too. And all day long. All eight of the quarterbacks made incredible throws all day long.
0: Yeah, they did. One of the guys I definitely want to highlight, too. I know he hasn't gotten... Really offers yet or really gotten the college interest yet? But Astro Haynes from Heritage, you know, early on he missed a couple of throws, but the way he bounced back, the way he just stayed composed, his attitude is resiliency all day long sold me. I know it sold the coaching staff, it sold a lot of his teammates that could really bounce back. Then you get into Sean Smith as well. I mean, he's not the biggest kid in the world, but he makes up for it in every other way with the throws. He was making back shoulder, he was making every single throw you could make. He had great leadership little competitive drive. Got a little bit, you could tell, a little chip on his shoulder as as he deserves. He's only got a couple offers right now. Man, he should have a lot more here coming soon because that kid is good.
1: Also ran a 4.75, I believe. Yes, he did. He is dual threat. Yes, he is the dual threat, and that kid is good. Like I said, he fit this ball into a window as tight as, I mean, a picture frame. An 8 by 11 piece of paper. I mean, it was just the most perfect throw I've seen. It looked like Tom Brady or Cam Newton out there. Wow. I just had to throw that in there. Cam Newton can't throw a ball for it to save his life. But um, Sean
0: Smith. <laughs> Craig just going in on Cam Newton again. Yeah. But Sean Smith, though, yeah, that dude's a winner. John I don't think there's a winner. There's no other way to slice and dice that one. Man,
1: I wish I could see him and Drayon Dickey play together, though, on the same field all the time because those two clicked all day long.
0: Yeah, I got a lot of videos of those two together. I probably posted about ten of those two together on social media, and everyone's yeah. rightly deserved those two are they They need to play together a lot more. Yes. Next time there's showcases, if those two aren't in the same team, that's, that's not right. They have to be.
1: know, right, Jordan, does he want to transfer to Livermore? I don't know. Is that recruiting? Am I doing something illegal right now? I, hey, you're just starting out an or, idea. Or he can go to the number one team in the Bay Area. That's what I think. Thank you. So you're you're Pittsburgh Pirates. You're Pittsburgh Pirates. my Pittsburgh Pirates. And just add to their 2023 class. Exactly. That 2023 year with Dickey added on there, they're unbeatable. (laughs) Literally, they could go to Foxborough and probably beat the Patriots in 2023.
0: You know, as good as that class is, there's a difference between high school, then college, and then college and the pros. As (laughs) Um, good as Alabama is, they would not beat a single NFL team. I don't care how bad the Jets are for NFL standards. I don't know. Jets are pretty bad. Oh, they're they're
1: horrendous. But If the Patriots 100%. lose the Jets tonight, and this will come out Tuesday, so we will know, um, I will not show my face for, for the rest of the NFL season. So that, that'd be embarrassing. <laughs> that would be. Maybe Cam Newton <clears throat>
0: fumbles another ball at the end.
1: Okay. You're just trying to bring up bad memories. Let's get back to the quarterbacks <laughs> because they were so good all day and Sean Smith like you said dude's a winner he's got that competitive drive a leader on his team for sure and I can't wait to see him compete in the actual season starting January 8th with Leroy.
0: Yeah then you had another one Brady Hutchinson from Akalani's had one coach come up to me and said he's gonna make sure this kid gets offers I'm amazed he doesn't yet his size his talent his production at the high school level He threw for more than 2,600 yards and 29 touchdowns as a junior. Led Alkalonis to a 9-3 record. Had just five picks. Think about that ratio, his production, his size, everything he's got, his leadership. Somehow there's no offers.
1: I honestly don't know how this guy doesn't have any offers because we've seen him now two weekends in a row, and this dude can throw a football. He is so good, and it's just amazing. Also number 36 on the top 45 for exclusive speed top 45 powered by west coast preps this dude needs offers and it doesn't really make sense his numbers prove it that he needs the offers someone could use this caliber of quarterback at the next level
0: yes they could and and we're going to get into another athlete here too that's shined again that we've seen all offseason he actually just committed the day before the RVC Mountain View receiver Austin Flax he's going division one doesn't have the most size doesn't didn't go to the biggest school in the world but he found a way to go to vision one because on a story that we posted today on westcoastpreps.com with his commitment he would contact 50 to 80 coaches a day he would do all the stuff on social media he knew exactly how to utilize all these tools to get to the next level we met that with guys like mateo Pubso at branham austin flax those guys back christian players what they're doing Austin Flax has done it, and he's one of the top athletes in the region committing to Drake. We've seen the 10-plus offers. He was an MVP at the Exclusive Speed Showcase in July, and he's also produced in the high school level, too, for Mountain View. Just His junior season alone was, was a really good one out there for the Spartans.
1: Yeah, it really was. He had 849 receiving yards, three interceptions on the defensive side, 330 kicker return yards, and then also punted for the team, totaling 790 yards. Uh, also had, did long jump. Yeah, had 21 feet and 10 inches, and then uh, – sorry, that is not right. Not 21 feet. That's insane. What is that?
0: Is that yeah. 21 feet? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. That's, he's a heck of an athlete. Wow.
1: Anyways, that just – in my brain, that did a compute, but this dude is an athlete. And you say he's a little undersized, but he is shifty, and he's got hands, and yep. he knows how to get open he, on the football field. He
0: wouldn't even know his size when he's out there, to be honest with you. He makes up for it in every other way, kind of like we mentioned with Sean Smith. Mm-hmm. Size doesn't matter to these kids. They found a way to get it done, get those offers, just by putting in the work, putting all that effort in the weight room. You've seen Austin's lower body, too. He's big. He's a big kid with that. He's got He's shifty. He does a lot of great work with his hips. Yeah. He's going to do great things with Drake, and I know he's a great student in the classroom yeah. as well, and he found the perfect fit.
1: Yeah, and he mentioned that earlier, too, saying that he's super excited to be at Drake and thinks that it's going to be an incredible fit. He loves the coaching staff there, and I can't wait to see him play. This winter, but also at the next level at Drake.
0: Yeah, that's going to be fun. And then there was one school that had a couple of guys that really shined to, Vacaville Christian. We saw Jerron Leakes again. Made He had one really freaking nifty move on one play where he caught it on the left side of the field, kind of juked his way and maneuvered his way back about to midfield, 10 yards out, and then got into the end zone. I don't know how he f- figured out a way to, that, to do that, but it's easy to see why he's got multiple offers. He's got the size, the leadership. And then with a the fully healthy season, can't imagine what he's going to do coming up and then another guy who's only a sophomore at Vacaville Christian Kai Nunley we've seen this guy do everything on the field 800 plus rushing yards 112 tackles as a freshman
1: yeah both of these kids are good Vacaville Christian I don't know how they do it it's a small program but they have so many incredible athletes at that school right now Jerron Leith I'll just start with him I can't wait to see him play healthy this year, because that dude is a beast. He just has the frame, he has the speed, he has the shiftingness, he has all the abilities and also the leadership in order to help Vacaville Christian to a successful season this year. And then you had Kai Dunley, only a sophomore, like you said. Those numbers are insane for your freshman season. And he was also pretty quick as well. He's just all around a big dude, and can't wait to see Vacaville Christian compete this year because that school has some athletes
0: yes they do yes they really do we're going to mention another one of their guys here in a couple of minutes too with the latest kind of five players we released on the site this week but kai only can squat over 400 pounds as well and Jeron leaks that entire showcase anytime kai made a play he was like that dude's a sophomore that dude's a sophomore i think that's the right way to put it that dude, he's He's unbelievable. He like was, the guy's yeah. a hog.
1: And Jeron's a character. Like we said, he's a leader. He's such a good person. But he's a character on the field and he loves to have fun out there with the uh the horns down. Yes. Th- hey,
0: yeah, shout out to Jeron Leeks and I for getting that little horns down photo there at the end. Coach, see we got a little gift for you too coming through here in a few days. So enjoy that. Wait, what happened this weekend? How many points did West Virginia score? They, okay, they lost seventeen to thirteen. They had two fourth and ones inside the, the Texas fifteen. They threw it both times. A little Pete Carroll action, and it didn't work. You sound a little salty. I, I because it's stupid play call. I can't wait for you to buy me and Coach i I'm not dinner. buying you anything. I'm buying Coach and You ain't getting anything.
1: No, I told you I was on Coach T's side. No, you well, ain't. You baby? ain't. Literally, you go the on horns. Coach
0: T's podcast and you're throwing the horns down. Now you're like horns up. Oh, it sounds like you're just, you just a bandwagon. In you're just, you're
1: just. That's what it sounds like. You're just a little bandwagon. Here. You're just call me. That's that's a, such an insult. I mean, you're a
0: Patriots fan. You're a Warriors fan. You're a Giants fan. How many titles does do you that got? That
1: mean something right now. Yeah. The how many, many titles were the worst team in the NBA last year? Warriors. Warriors. The Giants tanks. Were average. How many titles do and you we got? have? Cam Newton, who came and threw a five-yard out.
0: You're having it's really. It must be really tough for you to be a sports fan. Yeah. Well, we do have twelve championships. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Quit whining. <laughs> You've got all the titles in the world, but back to business. A few more guys to highlight before we move on to our next topic. Alonzo Jackson from Kimball High School. I know he it. works with Brandon Younger a lot. The amount of muscle he's put on is – I don't it's even insane. know how to put it. it I do recognize
1: him from the first time we met him in the short three months that we – it was about three months ago when we first met him. It's insane. Every time – first of all. I said this to him he has a different haircut
0: every showcase we go to yeah, he's a I don't baller. understand he's a baller he can do whatever he wants
1: I't like literally, he's got dreads one day he's got like a fade the next day I don't understand like is it does he wearing a wig every weekend yeah, I'm just so confused hey he's earned it the baller alert no, man he's, he's earned yeah. it for sure but anyways back on the football field dude has grown he has gotten so much stronger over the last three months and he's one that's really taken advantage of the season being postponed to January 8th and it's just going to show on the field because in the showcases that he's been to, and he's been to a lot this offseason, he has balled out and he's now in the 247 system as well. So he's he's getting ready for a big season this year.
0: He really is. And another guy that performed really well, another sophomore actually, Leroy Bryant, a defensive back from Rodriguez High School in Fairfield, also a great basketball player. He showed out as well. And then another guy was Mitchell Lepke. Linebacker, we've seen him just be a top performer all offseason. Every showcase we've been to, he's his leadership, his size, his playmaking, everything he does is just—it's phenomenal. But now moving on to—Well, hold on. Before
1: you move on, can we talk about the twenty twenty three class for a second? In the Bay
0: Area, it's loaded. Area. Yeah, it's loaded.
1: Can, who can we get to Pitt? That's the real question. I think Dicky. I think we can get that one right. I think we Dicky's can move to Pitt.
0: That's a long drive from San Jose to Pitt every day. You want him to move to Pittsburgh, though?
1: Yeah, why not? just saying they could win a state title and then a national title and then a world title
0: a world title
1: yeah I don't know if they even do that they don't why not they, well if there was one Pitt would win
0: it you are all in on this Pitt I'm train. all in on Pitt
1: I really <laughs> am yeah okay. De La Salle's is gonna come to an end within the next two years
0: I gotta say it to believe it. De La Salle's was that good mm-hmm.
1: we'll, we'll talk about it a little more at our last segment
0: Yes, we will. Yes, we will. But our next one is another five players came out for the exclusive speed. Top 45 powered by West Coast preps. This comes numbers 30 through 26, our preseason top 45 player football rankings. Again, stars don't matter. It's all about production, what you've done, accomplishments you've made so far. And number 30, a guy that's produced at every level, stellar prep running back, Dakari Glover.
1: Indeed, 18 touchdowns as a junior, and he already has a few offers. Idaho, San Jose State and southern utah some good offers dude's a beast number 30 on the list dukari glover can't wait to see him perform also and see what he does for his senior season
0: yeah stellar preps small program they've had a lot of guys go to division one here the last five to six years i remember starting 2013 2014 they started to get some guys and that just that list keeps going on every single year but then number 29 is Marin catholic senior tight end jordy arsheim Another fantastic tight end out of the Bay Area. 2019 alone, 28 catches, 565 yards, three touchdowns. Helped Marin Catholic to a league title, and they were the runners-up in the North Coast section playoffs to Cardinal Newman, who eventually went on to win a state title. He's produced at every level, and there's you see why he's number 29 on this list. Then number 28, a guy that works with Mr. Coach Eric Washington Jr., one of Greg's favorites here, Menlo Atherton Jr. receiver, Jalen Moss.
1: Yes, and if you have not seen the podcast with Mr. Coach Eric Washington Jr., Mr. EEJ, man, I just about died of laughter. This dude apparently grunts every time he runs a route. And the one time Eric had him run a route with not grunting, he dropped the pass. So clearly it works for him. As we've seen, Mr. EEJ, Eric, works with some characters, but they're all freaks of athletes, and Jalen Moss is up there with a freak of an athlete. His 2019 stats had 541 receiving yards, 9 touchdowns, 2 interceptions, helping Menlo Atherton get to a league title. In 2018, he had a pick, and also Menlo Menlo Atherton won the state title. He also has a few offers with Arizona, Nebraska, and New Mexico. This dude is a freak of an athlete. Even with his grunting, maybe the DBs just get scared. Um, I know I probably would even just facing
0: him because of how good of an athlete he is. Yeah, that offer less than saying. I know you mentioned Arizona, Nebraska, and New Mexico. Then he's got the two Oregon schools on Oregon and Oregon State and UNLV. He's going somewhere big at the next level, and you can see why just by watching this guy play. The number 27 is just – he's a freak of an athlete. Kendall Allen, junior receiver from Vacaville Christian. In 2019 alone, he had 992 receiving yards, 12 touchdowns, helped a Vacaville Christian through a 7-5 and five season and went to the section semifinals in the sac joaquin section Division 7 playoffs. And that was his sophomore year. His freshman year, he had 994 receiving yards and 13 touchdowns, and they only won one game. But if you look at it from 2018 to 2019, one win to seven wins, one win to a section semis. He's been a big part of their success. But not only is he a star in the football field, he's a junior Olympian in track. And in basketball, he averaged nearly 14 points per game off the bench as a freshman, helped Vacaville Christian to a section title. Then his sophomore year in 2019, 21.8 points per game, and was the team MVP.
1: Wow. I, I think that's about all you can say about Kendall. Um, we've seen him a bunch as he's put in a lot of work this offseason with showcases both football and basketball. And his numbers are speak for itself. This dude is a freak of an athlete. Like you said, junior Olympian, basketball player, football player, and he's good at all three. And just insane what he does on the football field and how athletic he is. He has a super bright future with two years of high school left.
0: And then number 26, oh, yeah. at your That's Pittsburgh right. high school for your Pirates Greg, <clears throat> quarterback Eli Brickhandler. Uh, Pitt. Good old Pitt.
1: And people say I'm crazy about this, but Pitt, man. Uh, Eli Brickhandler, 2,200 passing yards, 18 touchdowns. Also has seven hundred forty-three yards on the ground with eight touchdowns rushing. He went from was at Whitney last year before transferring to the Great Pittsburgh Pirates this year. I love year. how
0: you added in the Great Pittsburgh Pirates. They right are there.
1: great. That's just a fact.
0: Can you let me, you know, talk about Eli for I a think minute? Greg is the official spokesman of Pittsburgh High School.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Eli, one specific player from Pitt, right now. All right? He engineered, engineered a remarkable turnaround for Whitney High. High school in uh, Rockland last year, who went winless the year prior before he showed up and then won seven games and appeared in the section title game with Eli starting. Already has a few offers as well as he goes into his senior season. Laverne, Rocky Mountain College, and St. Anselm.
0: You got that. You Look got at me, that. There you go.
1: way better at pronouncing names, especially when it has to do with the great Pittsburgh Pirate quarterback, Eli Brickhandler. As that quarterback room is loaded, as we have seen already on this list, there are two kids in that class or in that quarterback room on this list with jaden rashada also being on this list but eli Brickhandler, we've seen him a bunch at showcases this year as well seems like he gets better every time we see him as well
0: oh he really does you can tell he really works at it not only is he a great <clears throat> talent but he's a great leader too you can tell right away as soon as he got to pit everybody bought into him he didn't go in there with his production at whitney high school he could have just gone in there and said i'm the guy acted like He's all that, right? He could've. It would have been natural for a lot of guys to do that, but he went to pit and said didn't want any of that. He wanted to earn his earn their trust, earn their respect, and that's exactly what he did right away. And just when you meet him, you meet this guy, his character, everything. Just it just stands out.
1: He's just a good kid and we've had a couple of conversations just, you know, off the record, just having a good old conversation. And he's a good kid. He can sit there and talk to him for a long time, talk about whatever and that's that leadership quality that he has of being able to connect with everyone um, on his team and off of his team as well.
0: He definitely has he all, has all that. He's, the, he's a dual threat quarterback, but he goes far beyond just his production on the field. Wherever he goes in the locker room, kind of similar to a Jerome Leakes, they're just going to make a culture, no matter how great it is in the locker room at a college, that much better.
1: Speaking of Jeron Leakes, those two connect very well. They Eli do. and Duron. Yeah, we've seen that at
0: showcases with those two. Yeah,
1: I think we need to get them on the same team together somewhere.
0: Hey, they've got same offer from Laverne. They do.
1: Let's both get them to Cal. I, th- I think that would be good for Cal.
0: Hey, Cal's done a great job recruiting the Bay Area. May as well get them there. Or San Jose State's recruited the Bay Area really well, too. Now look at what they're doing. They're 3-0. and They are. Get San Jose State to maybe get these two as well.
1: I I would be down to go to San Jose State, watch a couple games, watch those two ball out in San Jose.
0: Yeah, me too. Or Cal, wherever they go, it's gonna it's gonna be a good time. We'll most test.
1: likely be there. Yeah,
0: we will. Yeah. Yep, we will definitely be there. But our last order of business today, I know oh, we kind of hinted at it at the start. This is some major, major news to announce here at West Coast Preps. Twenty-five days of Christmas. Cue the Christmas music right now. What, jingle bells, is that where we're gonna go? Jingle bells, rocking on the Christmas tree. It's all good.
1: Yeah. Beginning December 1st, we will be rolling out our preseason top 25 football team rankings. And beginning with team number 25 on December 1st. Wrapping it up with the number one team, which we all know who I think that is. Will they end up being number one on our list? I'm not quite sure. I don't think that's been yet determined. as we have I know not. who
0: number one is, but I'm not going to say.
1: Wow. Okay, well, let's just leave a little excitement here. Yeah, but
0: I'm saying, I, I know, but I'm not going to unveil it. Okay. But it's going to be it's going to stir up some, some talk.
1: Okay, well, here we go. Christmas Day is when the number one team will be announced, as this is going to be fun. We'll be going over all 25 teams. I can't wait to start unveiling this as we get so close to the actual football season being played.
0: I can smell it. I can smell the roses. Football season's coming. The regular season starts in less than two months.
1: That's crazy. It's so nice. This is actually pretty cool. We get to do 25 days of Christmas. This is something we most likely wouldn't be able to do at this season as it pushed back. So something, some positives out of this. Also, as we've talked about all these kids uh, previous, they have really put in the work this off season over the last three months getting better as the season has been pushed back, and these teams haven't gotten better as well. So it's going to be exciting to see what the top twenty-five is. With each day, there will be a new team announced.
0: Oh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to stir up a lot of talk too, especially when that number one, number two, and number three teams come out there from December twenty-third to December twenty-fifth.
1: I don't like. I know. You're... I know. I know. Greg's ready for it. I don't know if I like the way you're saying that. Um, all I know is if we're going to do a separate list, my list away from the West Coast preps list, we all know who number one is. And we all know who's winning the NCS title this year. That's called Pittsburgh Pirates. See, he's just staring at me. He's he's really mad. He doesn't like what I'm saying. He thinks I'm outlandish and ridiculous. And we've heard the comments of people saying I'm going a little too far with Pitt. Oh, a lot of
0: people have said that.
1: But I am agreeing with no one that says I'm ridiculous. because Greg's on his own island. I'm out here. Remember they said Revis Island? This is Greg Island now. GMT guarantee over here on Greg Island. Chris can't even talk anymore, so I'm just going to continue. 25 days of Christmas, December 1st on westcoastpress.com. Chris is done. He is sick of me. I'm about to be kicked out of the house right now. But follow all of our work on westcoastpress.com.
0: But you know what? Before we wrap it up, the Raiders are 5-3. and three. Oh, God, I am juiced. The Raiders are 5-3 and three here. They play the Denver Broncos here coming up Sunday. Can they make uh, that three wins in a row?
1: Oh, no. They're 3 and Get out of here. Yeah, with that
0: schedule that they've had, that's
1: impressive. They're the Raiders. They'll blow it somehow. No, they will not. They're seven teams, and they'll somehow end up eighth now instead of seven. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what the Raiders do. Just because they moved to Las Vegas doesn't mean that they're better.
0: No, no, no. It's different because they're in Vegas now.
1: Oh, okay. Get out of here. Raiders are trash. They still lost to the Patriots and Cam Newton. Come on.
0: But that was when Cam Newton was actually good for like two weeks. Now Cam Newton, what happened to him?
1: Yeah, well, I we talked about that last week. He's going to get back on track with the Jets. They're going to finish 10-6. We already talked about this last week. Go yeah, look at last Monday's is, podcast. No, this episode is terrible. Episode number 20, terrible. the Buster Posey episode. We're now on the Steph Curry episode. Yeah, Patriots 10-6 and six this year. Pittsburgh Pirates undefeated winning a state title. Okay.
0: Those are Greg's GMT guarantees to wrap up the Steph Curry edition of the West Coast Preps podcast. Stay tuned for our next edition where we have Brandon Younger come on with some more news coming on with that podcast. It's going to be a fun one. We just had the great first ever RBC showcase with them over the weekend on Saturday. But until then, follow all of our work. On social media West Coast Preps underscore. Check out all of our podcasts on YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube page. And follow all of our work at WestCoastpreps.com. Go pets. I'm gone. I'm gone.